Hello, I am Brother Chris and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Lord, lead me, based on our reading of Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2. Uh, Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Unless church leaders allow the Holy Spirit to take control of every single year of their lives, God will not be able to lead them into the path of righteousness. And unless church leaders are led into the path of righteousness, they will not be able to lead God's people along a path that will make them rejoice because of their relationship with God. Today, the Lord is pointing to us a profound statement that King Solomon made in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2. And this is what King Solomon said. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bearers rule, the people mourn. This statement is so true. Many people, many of God's people, can testify to the truthfulness of this statement. Do you remember what happened to the children of Israel when they had a king that was wicked? Every time the children of Israel had a king that did not live in accordance with the laws of God, the people found themselves in apostasy. Whenever the people of God lived under the kingship of someone who had no regard for the commandment of God, they were led into outright disobedience. However, when the people of God had a king who adhered to the principles of the word of God, the people were always led to repent of their transgressions and to follow into the footsteps of the master. I'm not sure if we realize that although we don't live in a world where we are governed by kings, that the same thing is happening today. If we should take some time to examine carefully what is going on in our church today, we would realize that King Solomon's statement is still, still very applicable. When we have church leaders who spend time in the study of the Word of God on a daily basis, the Holy Spirit will use them to lead God's people into worship sessions that would bring them closer to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The same church leaders would help the church members to learn how to forgive each other of the wrongs that they have done. These church leaders would not sweep sin under the carpet, but they would instead call sin by its rightful name. These church leaders would visit those members who have fallen by the wayside and are struggling to overcome the deeds of the flesh. They would spend time encouraging the members to surrender their all to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that he can transform their heart of stone into a heart of flesh. Under such leadership, the members of the church would not only learn how to live in harmony with each other and with God, but they would spend time rejoicing in the presence of the Lord because of the experience that would have they would have had with God and with each other. Satan knows the tremendous impact 
that leaders can have on the church. And therefore, he will always try to weaken the leaders of God's church so that he can cause the followers of God to go into apostasy. Therefore, as leaders in God's church, we need to spend more time at the feet or the foot of the cross praying to God for strength and to remain faithful to Him. We need to spend time, more time, at the feet of Jesus, asking God to create in us a clean heart so that we can worship Him in spirit and in truth. Only when God is in total control of every single area of our lives will will we be in a position to be effective leaders of God's people. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he made the statement, and I quote, This is what was said before, in chapter 28, verse 12 and 28. One, the people will have cause to rejoice or mourn according to their rulers and the righteousness, in terms of their righteousness or their wickedness. For if the righteous is in authority, sin will be punished and restrained, Religion and virtue will be supported and kept in reputation. But if the wicked get power in their hands, wickedness will abound. Religion and religious people will be persecuted. And so the ends of government will be perverted. Number two, the people would actually rejoice or mourn according to their rulers are righteous or wicked. Such a conviction are even the common people under the excellence of virtue and religion that they will rejoice when they see them preferred and continued. And on the contrary, let men have ever so much honor or power if they be wicked and vicious and use it ill, they make themselves um, base before all the people and sub. And subjects will think themselves miserable under such a government. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that He can lead us into the path of righteousness. This is the only way, as church leaders, that God will be able to use us as effective leaders today. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word and the reminder that we need to allow you to lead us. Help our church leaders, Lord, to surrender to you so that you can lead them and use them to lead your people, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.